This is a test of the Bounty Park Alert System. Hello and welcome to the final episode of the Latics podcast that's called the Boundary Park Alert System. I nearly did the phone in then. It's midweek and an evening, you see, it's thrown me. Uh, we're recording on a very wet and windy Thursday night, May the 4th. Wet and windy? Uh, yeah, mm. it's wet. It's very wet and very windy up here, Andy. 19 Cold. degrees, sunshine outside here. Bloody hell. No, it's awful up here, mate. It's really it's awful. Um, I can hear the wind blowing around now. But yeah, so obviously we don't need to record this at the weekend because there's no game on. Um, so uh, we're getting together on Thursday to 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 get this signed, sealed and signed, sealed and delivered, ready for Monday. So I'm with Andy and Dave this week. Hello, gents. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, guys. Good evening. And actually, I only saw you two in person on Sunday as we yeah. were all hosting and enjoying Loud Live and Beefy. Yeah, it's a great night. It's it really was a great night. night. And, and, and YouTube, who did most of the work, to be fair, did a brilliant job of putting it together. Um, yeah, it was it was really well run. We had loads of you know, loads of people on the night saying how, how well they thought it, thought it was run. Um, Mark White said to me at one stage, he said, if you, this is the first time you've done this? I was like, yeah. He's like, this is brilliant. <laughs> yeah, he was very complimentary. Yeah. What a legend he is. What a guy. Such a nice fella. Isn't he? He's like, he's just got such a nice demeanor about him and such a, like, you know, he's chatting to everybody. Everybody's, everybody likes him. Um, you know, whether you, you know, the, the, the opposition board and owners that were there or you, you know, just a fan like, He's just a fan, isn't he? He's a fan who runs and manages a football club. Yeah, I think I think it's amazing that that he he, he came up all that way, um, yeah. stayed the night. He was there right to the end, wasn't he? He was there all. He, he didn't. Yeah. He didn't oh, he was having such a good time. He <laughs> yeah. just stayed. It was just. I thought it was. Um, I thought it was it, brilliant. He had uh, had a really good chat to him. He was. He had a really good chat to my wife as well because my, my wife's family are from not not far from Dorking, so they had a chat about that area. And he was just lovely to everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, a lovely bloke. He, he's a man of it. He just shows the measure of the man he is. You know, he said, "I'll be there, relegated or not, I will be there." Yeah. And then I'm just glad they didn't get relegated. And he put his arm around me and he said, "This could be." Palladium material. That's what he said. He said, he, he said <laughs> it, 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 honestly, he was like, he said, it's not, it wasn't just a show. He said, it, it had everything. It had comedy, it had music, it had a quiz. He said, the variety of it was absolutely superb. And he said, you know, he could, he wish he had, he wish he had fans at Dorking who would put something on like this for him. It's given him so many ideas uh, to move his club forward. So, yeah, very, very complimentary, as was Luke Rothwell. Darren Royal, they were very, very complimentary about it. So you couldn't ask for more, really. I, d I didn't get a chance to talk to Darren at all all night, really, because obviously we were busy for most of it. So you didn't, and you and they were having a enjoy themselves. You don't want to interrupt them equally. So I didn't talk to Darren, that, and I also didn't didn't talk to Frank um, Rothwell either. But I had quite a big, quite a good chat with Luke and Sue. God, what lovely people they are! They're really nice, aren't they? It's yeah, amazing, isn't nice. it? Like yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Having a, a you know having a, having a good chat about all sorts of stuff and they're just really really good very down to earth grounded down, people down to earth, aren't they grounded yeah. um 
you know, I've, obviously we talked about loads of stuff. And, you know, we obviously talked about about Latics, um, you know, and, and you can just tell that they they, you know, without going into detail, they they, they know what needs to be done. You know, we talked about a couple of things, and they they've got it all mapped out. They they, they know what needs needs to be done, and, and I'm sure they they'll they'll put things right for the future. I said to Luke at one stage, you know, I, just, I said to him, "Have you enjoyed it this year?" Because it could be quite hard to deal mm. with this stuff, you know. Mm. Uh, and his answer was, "Yeah, I've loved it. It's been great." And I, I was like, "I'm really pleased to hear that. I, w- I want you to enjoy it. I, I want you to get enjoyment out of it because, you know, otherwise it, it, you, you'd be asking yourself why you're doing it." So, yeah, it's, it's, it, I really, I really enjoyed the night. I really enjoyed chatting to everyone. I hope everyone who came had a good time. That they seem to. And then if we do that again next season, we're, we're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> yeah, especially <laughs> if we got if you get promoted, especially. I mean, there was there, there was. Me and, Andy, very... me, and Andy, me and Andy turned into Max and Paddy at one point, didn't we? Trying to get two uh, two lads out, didn't we? We, yeah. we did it as nice as we could. It was... We might. We, well, to be to be fair, everybody was even those that had had a skinful by the end. Everyone was was very sort of you know amorous yeah. and friendly and, and nice. There was there was no there was no problems. Like n- nobody was 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 misbehaving as such. But you know when, when you've had one, when someone's had one. <laughs> it's time to go but yeah if we get a bigger venue um to ensure that everyone you know from the club and players and all that sort of stuff want to come we're probably going to need to put on bouncers next time (laughs) (laughs) well i mean thinking of bouncers makes me think of uh rhinos you know because uh they're they're a sort of similar thing um but uh you were talking about darren royal and one of my memories of the night and i got took a picture of it was uh, I looked over and there was Darren, who it's fair to say had, had quite, you know, he'd had a few beers. He stood there concentrating really hard while in conversation with an inflatable rhino. And before you, anyone who wasn't there, it, not uh, an inanimate inflatable rhino. Uh, this is Cameron from the Athletic Atletico's dressed as an inflatable rhino. And it was just one of those moments where you kind of look across and he's there deep in conversation with a serious look on his face. <laughs> Talking to an inflatable rhino. I was just like, yep, that's what this tonight's, that's, yeah, that's kind of like sums up tonight, really. We've got the CEO of the football club talking to one of our fans dressed who's dressed as a rhino. And it's just, it, it had that edge of like complete surrealism at times with, um, you know, but with 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 a, a really good, serious sort of like mix of, of, of everybody from, from the club, from the fans through the players, the manager, the, the, the board. Um, the atmosphere was brilliant. And, you know, you're talking to Luke there about if he's enjoyed the season. I'm glad he has because, you know what, it will get harder. Like, it, it, there will be there will be times when, it, like, the money's tight where, you know, maybe things aren't going to plan. Um, you know, it's going to be tough because running a football club is not easy. And, and and I think that this season was there was that, you know, it's all new to them. And it's, it's given us a bit of a bounce. And hopefully it will continue for a while because the positivity and expectation and 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 an atmosphere in that room when you consider you take us back a year to how we were all feeling, how despondent we were and depressed we were, just chalk and cheese, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you've got to bear in mind that um, they're going to have to try to get to the point where they're balancing the books at some stage um, because you can't continue to pour money in. Um, no, you know, it's not it's not infinite, and and also, you know, it's safe to say that eventually. It's only human nature. You begin to resent having to. I think so. There's gonna there's gonna come a point where, collectively, all of us are gonna are gonna try to find a way of finding a sustainable footing with the owners, and, and therefore 
putting as much as we can sensibly afford in, you know, each of us to try and help support that, you know. But um, I mean, if the clubs, if the clubs run properly, if the academies run properly, if, you know, if, if the right players are bought and sold and all the stuff that needs to happen to make a football, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot of moving parts, isn't there? Commercial yeah. sponsorship, retail uh, events and all that. Now that we've got the, the, the you know, the, the, everything under the same ownership, there's a lot more opportunity now to make money. Uh, and we've got business people uh, running the business side of things, and we've got football people running the football side of things. So, you know, providing that, you know, there aren't any unforeseen disasters, we should at least be on the road to sustainability. We're a lot, we're a good way from it yet, but at least we're on the road now, and and that's the main thing. Yeah. So, should we have, should we listen to a few uh, a few clips from the night then? Yeah, I'm great right, as well, aren't we? Um, where is it? Um, oh yeah, that's right. I have to put it in here uh, because it's too big to put as the usual thing. But it's okay. I've got it all under control, lads. I just uh, <laughs> it. just keep waffling away until I uh, until I find the, the right file. There we go. For those people who are maybe from Dorking or maybe didn't understand the reference to that, uh, that was a senior director of the football club, past, not dead, just in the past. Uh, and to serve as, a few, and serve as a warning to any current directors uh, of the level of piss taking that will occur if you fuck things up. So, uh, uh, you know, that's uh, all right. But, uh, oh, well, I mean, I didn't know you were coming as Evil Knievel, but fair play to you. <laughs> I can't talk. <laughs> I am. Five minutes Would you say? Would you say that um, when you do things instinctively, that that's when you're at your best? Like, that's what that's what we observe. Like, that goal at Aldershot was superb. What a finish that was as well. You, you, you could have you could have won them all from just from your goal. And that free kick the other day. And that free kick at your goal, all of them. But it's, but it's, it's when, that's what we observe from the terrace. When you do it instinctively, that's when you're at your best. Yeah, um, I think a couple of times when I see the ball coming, sometimes when I think too much, then it doesn't really work the way I want them. So yeah, like you said. Something, you know, I've got that instinct, I like, just go for it, and when I go for it... You go for it, and then it comes off. I mean, the lesson in there is ignore the manager and do what you want. <laughs> Roy, this was one last desperate attempt to get you to like me. <laughs> I don't know if but we can't give life long lenny. People don't, aren't associated with football clubs for such a long time, very often. You started off Radio Latics, Back in the day, and you're still here, what, 60 years later, or nearly, is it next year? About 60 years, starting next season. Starting next, 60 years, it's starting next season. Fantastic, fantastic baby, can't Anyway, let's present Roy Butterworth, the Latics Lifelong Legend Award!
Lovely. Well, there we go. There we go. It, it, it was. It was. It was. Uh, it, it went so fast as well, didn't it? Um, yeah, considering it was like you know for three hours <laughs> plus. Yeah. 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 So there was some of the things that you were listening to. I'll get that out. I'll put it on on, on uh, social media. But um, some of the things that were there were obviously our tribute to former senior director at the beginning, uh, which was which was I think was quite moving. Um, <laughs> The other thing that weren't moving was my undercarriage in those tight, tight shorts. God, mm. they were tight. What, 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 why, why were you in shorts? Why not? And it, and it, and it. This, this is part of the performance art element to it, you see. If you're going to wear a red fleece, then yeah. you, you need to wear something complimentary, uh, such as a pair of Dave's wife's running shorts. And some cowboy boots. <laughs> and cowboy boots. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I think it's the Vic and Bob the visual aesthetic. The visu- the Vic and Bob in, in us took over. Yeah, I think that was it. inspired by the by Vic and Bob for sure. Um, we had the Latitz Lifelong Legend Award, which is inaugural. We made that up uh, especially for Roy. Uh, we presented that to him. He was speaking to Mike Fond up there, Andy, as he got the Goal of the Season Award for his uh, overhead kick at Dorking. Uh, yeah. Joe Yarny was also there. For, he got the Player of the Year Award. You, did, um, you, you didn't include in the clip there the, the bit where I asked him if, if he was settled. Are you settled? And he went, yeah, I'm settled. Are you, are you settled enough to sign a new contract then? Was that Yarny? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and all he... the board just glared at you from these. Old <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, it was good. It was good. And Mark White on the uh, doing part life. Uh, why not getting a, getting a resident Cockney? Exactly. Oh. I was like, I was singing part life as part of the Spiked Island bit. We did about five tunes, and then I, I looked over at the bar, and I'm like, Hang on a minute. There's a genuine Cockney in the room, here, ain't it? Get up here and sing, Mark. And he comes bounding along, doesn't he, and joins in, um, which was really good. Um, and then at the end there, that we thought we'd uh, we, we we sang a tribute to. We did uh, here's to you, Johnny Sheridan. 
And we thought we'd do a, a tribute to the two managers that we've had this season. Obviously, we said goodbye to Shares for the final time. I think we can conclusively say. Uh, and also, we welcomed David Unsworth to the club. Um, when I say we welcomed him, he did say when he came up on the stage, didn't he? Uh, about, uh, I say, like, people were singing, oh, you're singing David. He said, no, he came up. They were singing David Unsworth's Blue and White Army. And he came up and he said, oh, it looks like I've got a Blue and White Army now. About fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? It was good value, wasn't it? He was yeah. really good value. And yeah. do you know what? As soon as he came in, I went over and said, hey, thanks for coming. And he just gave me a big hug and he went, thanks for your support um, for everything this season. And he's like, here's my number for next season. If you need any content or whatever, just get in touch. So He does not know. He does not know the levels of mithering now that well, he has opened himself up to. Um, yeah. And then at the end, when would, we did that... It, we... would, it would be great to do a proper long format interview with him, wouldn't it? Oh, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We'll get him mm. in the studio here because... It's only at Chapel Road, isn't it? So hopefully, yeah. um, you know, one one day he's, he's free, he can come in. But um, yeah, and then the Rhino song at the end there is with, with Cameron dressed as a, an inflatable Rhino was just great value again. Um, are we, I hope I, that catches on. That'll catch on next season, hopefully. It was fun that I enjoyed doing that one. And then when we did the songs at the end and we did the um, Blue and Tangerine, that was really good um, with the drum and everything going. It was it was just great, wasn't it? Brilliant atmosphere. Everyone really played the part and got into it. And um, yeah, we nearly, on... we nearly drank the barbecue bus out of beer. They had to go and get two more kegs from another pub. Yeah, that's how that's how much beer the Oldham fans drank. They, they, they must have took some money on that night. I'm telling you. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Great. yeah, it was. So uh, a success all around. Uh, I've, 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 I've had one or two people message me saying who won the last the the, the Latics Mass um, Latics Mind final. Uh, so uh, for posterity, we don't have recordings of it, sadly, for you to listen to. Um, but Paddy came third. He got two correct with two passes. Um, Joe Payne came second, three correct, no passes, and Paul Prendergast got seven correct, no passes. Uh, Paul is like he's. He got seven on the night, did he? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. I thought he got five. Nailed it. Seven. Amazing. Yeah, Yeah, nailed it. Yeah. And you set the questions, Andy, didn't you? Just because Paul is the guy who sets the questions through the year, through the season, and then he's he is the ultimate classic mind, isn't he? That's. But you know, if you fancy taking him on next season, then feel free. Feel yeah, he, he he said he's going to supply questions again next season, so we we can do it again next season. Although yeah. uh, in 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 the sort of in pre-season, we should probably have a chat about things. I've got a couple of ideas of other things we could probably do. Definitely, um, yeah, we'll be looking at uh, look at the, the pod, and we 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 evolve. We don't revolve, in the words of Alan Partridge. Um, <laughs> we. we, we <laughs> Uh, whatever he might have said it the other way around, but we, we, you know, we have to look at next season and, and do think some things a bit differently. Me and Dave have got a few ideas, and we've been kicking around mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. things to do. So it's all exciting, and it, you know, it was, it felt like after that event that things are, are really going to kick on for us in terms of opportunity. Because, like you said, Dave, you know, we've got direct lines now with with every, you know everybody at the club who can who can help facilitate things for us, and we can we can do things differently. Than the club do them because we, we do it. We're fans, and we, we, so we have a different remit, don't we? And, and mm. it's so exciting and it's so refreshing to 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 be in this position 
um, compared to where, again where we were 12 months ago, where you know we were getting press passes revoked, and you know we weren't uh, we weren't allowed you know within you know we had snipers in the in the floodlights at Boundary Park to make sure we didn't get near and you know um, things like that. So yeah, it's having, such to, a, it's having such to having to doorstep Cal Page, Yanni, and Jack Stubbs when they're coming out of the bloody yeah. You know, out the out the players' entrance just to get a bit of content. You know, it's completely turned its on on its head. You yeah. know, one of my highlights um, from from last season in that regard was when <laughs> um, when Barry revoked the press pass, and uh, and then I managed to get in to do that radio interview with Mike Miner uh, from the press box, uh, and then started uh, tweeting pictures of myself in there in my Boundary Park Alert System T-shirt. I, I enjoyed that moment greatly. That was very very funny. Um, but yeah, we don't have to anymore. We're more than welcome, which is great, and. Um, yeah, what what a, what a night! So yeah, that's that. We think we've we've uh, we've exhausted that one first twenty minutes of the pod talking about well, Sunday night. But the, thanks the, for coming, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then and when we put it on next time, we'll um, hopefully we'll have loads more people want to come. The, um, the, the one thing for me, sorry, Andy, before you start, is when you know we just finished and if we're going, having a beer. People could also go in. When are you doing the next one, and it's like asking a woman who's just had a baby. Are you gonna have another baby? It's like Jesus Christ! Just give us a break. Let's like, have a let's like, just have a beer and chill out because it <laughs> it took a lot of work and a lot of time and like the people going, oh, we'll just do another one. Just do another one like as if it's like a thought. You yeah. know, just, you know well, we, we definitely will though. I loved it. Oh, of course we will. Yeah, yeah. It was you know, I guess you don't want to overdo it. You, you got you know, mm. the, it's got to be something to look forward to as opposed to something that be, you know becomes. Oh, well, listen, the what that that kind of thing is like like an end of season thing. I mean, there there are lots of opportunities and options for us to do different types of live events. You yeah. know, we can we can do live things, you know, there's there's all that kind of scope. So we will I'd love to do more live stuff because it's so much more in fun for for me personally to be in front of an audience and engaging with people in a real life environment like that than than as much as I enjoy doing this it's it's far more fun in a in a, in a live setting so there'll definitely be more live stuff but yeah I mean that type of event takes so much planning and, and organizing that you don't you can't really do it more than once or twice a year I don't think yeah I'd say it's probably right I, I guess the other thing uh, m- moving on from that that um we should talk about have you got um if you got an a visual of the retain list um yeah i do um I'll look, let me just upload it you you crack on you carry on there so so we obviously did uh last week's pod was where we were doing uh our own the, the squad pod episode where we went through what we do under a set of circumstances um and it's quite good to see loads of people interacting and using the sort of um the the, the blank image that we provided for people to do their own it's quite good mm. to have a look at you know other people doing theirs i mean it, I, I i thought paddy's interaction was was a uh, was interesting um he was having a go at us for retaining too many players um and yet even though the rules have quite clearly stated <laughs> that for every player you pay up you lose the ability to sign a player he paid up nine players Meaning that we could sign minus one players for season. <laughs> I know, oh, Paddy, pay up! I know, but Paddy, pay up. But the, I guess the point of that is, if you paid those nine contract contracts up in full, and, and not to say that you would have to pay them all before, but if let's say you you, you made a uh, an agreement with nine players, pay them up, the capital cost of that would be enormous. The outlay would be huge, and that isn't something that that the club can necessarily stomach. Um, and and we shouldn't be expecting that. It's not as simple as just 
yeah. by your players. And, and it's and not that, like it's not like the rules of your game were like you know totally real life, but it, it just gives it and it gives it an element of that, that there is some kind of a framework involved in it, and it's not just as simple as you know, do this, this, and this, and this, this, and this. Exactly, exactly. But what I was interested to to see when we saw obviously the club announced on the Monday sort of afternoon the initial retain list, didn't they? Uh, yeah, which you've got up on screen now. And in there, there were only um, two things, I think, that differed from ours. I've got to remember them both now. Um, one of them was, oh, yeah, the two things are, one of them was um, in negotiations with Junior Loamba, which yeah. we, we, we'd gone with release. So that's that's an interesting observation. I was wondering... So if you if you've seen Junior Luamba recently, um, he's been he's doing a lot of gym. Yeah, he's been doing a lot of gym work and stuff, hasn't he? and building himself up. He's, he's doing a lot of out, out of out of hours training on you know like in Hardwick on like you know all this coaching with you know is it said off court said off coaching or something like that. He's, so he's, he's putting an, the putting the effort in. He's an absolute unit. He's huge. Like and you know, in terms of muscle, he's 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 a he's a big lad, and he I reckon be able to handle himself. And so I'm I don't know the answer to this question. I'm purely speculating, but maybe they're they're in negotiations with him because they see that there is a rough diamond there to polish, and that will be great. Uh, you know, that'd be, that'd be amazing. The other the other sort of slightly more cynical side of me says that maybe someone sniffing around him, and it's because he's under twenty four and has come through the the the, the, the junior ranks. If we don't offer him a contract, he goes for free. If we do, and he chooses to go somewhere else, then you get compensation. But I mean, I'm being mm. hyper cynical with that. But I hope it's the former rather than the latter, because yeah, it, it would be great to see one of those young lads. Because obviously, all the other lads, all the other young lads have been released as we as we sort of expected them to. The the other thing that was mildly concerning, I thought, I don't know what you guys thought of it, was in negotiations with Joe Yarney. Now, obviously, we joked a moment ago about how we were trying to get him to sign a contract on the on on the beefy night. Um, the, my understanding was that his contract ran into twenty twenty four, and that's what the Olden Times article that Suzanne Geldard wrote last season that he'd extended for eighteen months. Mm -hmm. So he should have been in the list retained, or sorry, under contract. I think it said just under contract, but he wasn't. He was in the in negotiations bit. So either that's a mistake on the on the official website or. Um, Suzanne was mistaken. His contract doesn't run to 2024. I hope it's the former again and not the latter. <laughs> mm. We'll yeah. find out soon enough. It was released on the official website as well that he'd extended his uh, contract till the end of next season as well. Okay. Unless they're just trying to get him, you know, tied down onto a longer contract as a result. Well, that's that, that's what we want. That's what we were yeah. saying on the night. Yeah, you know, yeah. getting tied down for a year or two more. And we said that on a, on the squad pod episode. It just it just alarmed me slightly that that he his name, you know, it, it just said all the players that were in the contract were just listed and he wasn't in that section. So it, it, it could be something, it could be nothing, but I guess yeah, we'll find out soon enough, I'm sure. Mm. But yeah, I mean it's 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 been such a, a a more positive season. I'm glad we finished it strong. I mean, you know, to look at, you know, I'm not going to harp on about it. We've talked about it enough over the season, but, you know, some people would have had you believe that this was the worst season ever. Um, and <laughs> You know, that we've had the worst squad of players ever uh, and all this kind of stuff. Uh, it was interesting. I was having a, I was in for a haircut last week and um, 
the lady who cuts me is a city fan, but she knows I'm a Latics fan. We talk about Latics and a pod and stuff like that. And 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 the, the guy that was just coming out of the chair and sat behind me was a Latics fan. Um, an older gentleman, um, I don't know, let's just say pensionist. I don't know how old he was exactly, but she said to him, Oh, he's a Latics fan. And we got chatting and said, Are you um are you renewing next season? Season tickets? No, no, no. He wasn't renewing next season. Um, he had it for three years. Uh, and then the other guy who came in for a, for his haircut after me was also a Latics fan, uh, and he was a season ticket holder, and he'd already renewed his season ticket. So you know, you know, regardless of you know, we all have a different point of view, and we all you know, some people are, are you know think that we're on the way up, and next season is probably going to be our best season for a long time, myself included. I think we're going to have a, you know, we're going to win more games than we have done in God knows how many seasons and, and be at the right end of the table. But for other people, you know, maybe who don't like, maybe necessarily look at it in a broader context and pay as much attention to, to all the goings on that we do. I've been going to the game thinking, oh, this is all a bit crap, you know, the football, and which you can't argue with. It's not been the most pleasing season on the eye, uh, performance wise. But, uh, you know, I think we've been prepared to sort of like, you know, put up with it and 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 enjoy the wins when they come and 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 look at the bigger picture. But it, it's interesting, and I thought that was interesting. Just that little sort of like 10, 15 minutes in the barbers, where it gave me a sort of an insight into how people read things differently and see things differently. And obviously, we see it on social media. Um, and 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 some people, I think we sold three thousand now as of now season tickets, uh, which I think is great. They've not been on sale very long, but everybody's got a different point of view, haven't they? They have got a different point of view. I mean, you, you could play the clip we've got uh, from um, the on the eve of the uh, this season completed, where we're all chatting about what our predictions were, and you can see how people's uh, points of view differ, can't you? Let's let's have a listen. No, to that. Now, why have you no. got your head in your hands, Dave? <laughs> I'm hopeful that next season we're going to make a challenge for the playoffs. Whether or not we'll whether or not we'll make the playoffs or we'll get through the playoffs, but I think we could be certainly getting that that long lost top ten finish. Dave, what do you think? I think we're going to go up straight away. No problem. It'll be the momentum of what happens. Football's all about momentum and good feeling and positivity. I think with regards to the um, takeover and potentially five to 6,000 in that ground on a home game, we're going to be quite a formidable force, first and second all the way. I think it'll be between us and Wrexham. I'm going out on a limb here now, right? I, I, I don't think we've quite hit the bottom yet. <laughs> I, think, I think there's a bit, a little bit to go and then, and then, it, and then it starts to change. You know, obviously, I'd love to go up this year. He wouldn't, but I'm not expecting it. Right? I'm trying to lower my expectations this season to say a top half finish or trying to get into the playoffs. I'll go okay. We're, we're bottoming out. We're going to be on the return in in the coming seasons, hopefully. <laughs> Is that why you're a referee, Dev, and not a not a football manager? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly that. But it's all the fans' fault because I was talking about positivity, and let's face it, none of the fans have been positive this season. So it's their <laughs> fault. <laughs> I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. Uh, yeah, I was wrong. Yeah, I, yeah, show me a man who's never made a mistake. Well, the thing is, Dale, I'll forgive you for being so excited and uh, not forgive because it's not my place to forgive you for that, but you know what I mean. I can understand your enthusiasm and excitement and wanting to get swept away. I mean, after all, you were the man who's told was absolutely without doubt that we weren't going to get relegated the season before. So yeah, yeah, you do yeah. have previous when it comes to getting things It comes in threes, wrong. doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you remember, making... remember interviewing some fans outside the ground the season, not the one just gone, the one before, when Curl was starting that yeah, season? Yeah. 
outside and, and the pre-season saying, friendly against Burnley. Yeah, and, and and they were like, oh, we're going to go up this year. And then and the yeah. United sort of being flabbergasted after has gone, and what do they see? You know, they, this, you know um, we're, 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 we're fodder for relegation here. Yeah, I think uh, when we come, obviously doing predictions for next season now is fruitless because we have, haven't seen what's happened over the summer, um, who we're going to sign. We haven't seen any pre-season friendlies to see how um, the coaching staff are going to set the new team up with the new players in it. We don't um, know who's going to be in our division next season. Yeah, all of that. Really? You know, you don't, you don't know what's there. <clears throat> but I, I'm, you know, when we come to those predictions, I, th- I think there'll be this will be the first time where uh, it, it, you know we'll probably get quite a lot of excitement f- from across the board about how we might be able to do. You know, mm-hmm. I'm hopeful that. That, that top seven is a very achievable finish. Although, have you seen the playoffs this week? Um, apparently, this is the second season on the bounce. I actually quite like, just as a side point, I quite like the, the National League's playoff system. Because if you think about the fact that if you finish second and third, it's quite some, in Notts County's case, like, like 20, 30 points in front of those in sixth and seventh, then you should have some advantage from that. Because you've you've worked yeah. over the season for that, so to have home advantage in a one tie semi final, I think is fair. So if you finish seventh, you've got to come through two away games to get to the final. I quite like it actually. The football, if you think about the football league, when their playoffs are basically you know third, fourth, fifth, and six, or or mm. um, fourth to seventh in in League Two, there is no benefit to finishing higher or lower in that particularly. So I think potentially the FL could could learn from that. So I quite I quite like it. But anyway, as a side. Both teams that finish sixth and seventh beat the teams in fourth and fifth away, mm. both. And apparently that's happened two years on the bounce. So you, it, it does show you actually, um, you know, you, you, you probably do want to finish second or third to try and to get the, the advantage and the benefit. Well, um, I'm going to, I, 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 I was, <clears throat> I think I settled on around 10th. I was at a probably, you know, expected to finish about 10th last time we finished 12th. So did. it was only two out. I'm going to stick my neck out and make my prediction now. Okay, I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna say I fancy us for a top three finish next season. I do. I, I do. I, I do. Too, I do, too I, early. I think. I think. It, I think if we can. I think if we're capable of the playoffs, uh, I don't think we'll finish seventh or be there. I think we'll be up near the top. I think we'll. I think we'll be having a real go next season because of what I've seen in this division. The improvements that I've seen um, now. Look, I'm not. I'm not trying to set a, like a, an unrealistic expectation. If we don't meet that third position, I won't be massively disappointed, providing we we still have a good season. Do you know what I mean? But I, I think that in terms of like you said, and that's fair enough. We don't know who's going to be signing. But if we look at since Christmas time, since uh, Unsworth, and he said again the other night. He was having a look. He was giving everybody a chance. He was being fair. He was giving it because you know what he sees in training and what he when what happens on that on the pitch two different things. So he must have been seeing people in training and you know he was trying to give people a, a game and he was trying to work it all out. Didn't work. Brought new players in. Brought better players in. Those players have got used to playing with each other. We've stopped leaking so many goals on the whole, um, and we now have a much better squad that's going to be together over the summer training. We're going to have additions. We were playing teams all season that we could have beaten quite easily, that we were getting draws or losing against. There wasn't much in it. I definitely think with the the backing that we've got uh, financially, with the with the you know with the stadium and the atmosphere at Boundary Park, with our travelling support, I think I fancy us for a top three next season. 
Yeah. That's okay. I am just that is an emotional response. Okay? It is. <laughs> it is. I'll be I'll be honest, but that that's that's kind of but the good thing about that is I'm going into this season next season with that positive emotion and yeah. I know that that's what the players and the manager are going to be going for. Their aim is going to be to win the league. I've no doubt about that. They're not just turning up to make up the numbers. They won't just be turning up to, oh, we need to make it into the playoffs. Their attitude and their mentality all season will be, we're all an athletic. We're, we're, we're going to work hard. We're a talented squad. We've got a good setup here. Let's let's go out there. We're going to try and win. I know it's the old adage of win every one game at a time, but if you're a player, if you're a manager, your aim is win the league. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it will be, and and my my hopes are the same as yours. Um, but I, I think realistically, to be predict, you know, to, to I'll, I'll do a prediction once once I've seen um, the, the summer recruitments and a few preseason friendlies and assessed it from there, seen what happens to the teams. You know, let's say Notts County don't go up, right? I hope they do, but let's say they don't. Um, you know, what happens to Macaulay Langstaff, uh, Ruben Rodriguez, Matt Palmer, um, jo- John Bostock, all those players that are really good for Division 5. They might lose them. Don't know yeah. yet. Um, yeah. Same for Chesterfield. They've got that Andrew Dallas on loan from Solihull, haven't they, I think? I don't think he's there. He's signed them. Like, is he going to stay? Is he not? Like, you, you, so it depends what happens to the other clubs. But, you know, uh, it, hopefully you're you're right. Um, but I, at this moment in time, I, I think it's too difficult to say. What well, one of the things I will say though, which is you know when you think about you know in in that little clip we played a moment ago when we're talking about our predictions and and I just felt this season was going to be our lowest ebb. I, I, I concede it, it got a lot worse than I ever thought it would. I didn't think we'd ever be in the bottom four. Let's put it that way. Let alone like second bottom for like. Two three weeks of, of January or whatever it was, I didn't I didn't expect it to get that bad, um, but nonetheless, the, the, our form since Christmas has been has been you know brilliant in terms of results and points taken, third best in the league um, from that point in time, and we finished comfortably clear relegation from there. Um, I, I I just think that when people were at some stage complaining about um, we don't we don't want you know David Unsworth, we want like uh, somebody who knows the league. You know, let's get John Askey in. I mean, he, he failed at Hartlepool. They didn't keep him up. Um, let's get John Askey in. He knows the league. Well, actually, David Unsworth knows the league now. Yeah. He just spent Good a whole best part of a season in it, played every team at least once. He knows how this league works now. So mm-hmm. we don't need, you know, we, we've we've got hopefully a, a modern, a progressive. But I'm really looking forward to seeing if he gets the plays he needs, how he's going to set up. And and all of this, oh, he plays negative football. I, he, he, He's played defensive football because of the assets that's been available to him. If he gets a couple of progressive centre midfielders in, someone uh, maybe even an, another forward that's nippy and fast and can and put the ball in the net, you never you never know. We could be playing all sorts of you know really entertaining, attractive football next season. You just don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Do you know what I want to call out as well? Uh, just you know, in light of the last five results, there's been negativity still on Twitter. Oh, we've played Yeovil. Oh, we've played Maidenhead. Oh, we've played a second team, Bromley. This is the thing that we've got to try and get rid of next season. You know, if we want to be positive around the club and support the team properly, we've just got to stop belly aching about winning and having clean sheets. What more can the guy do? He's beat, and he's still. I'd rather win ugly. Or just, I'd win at whatever cost. But these mm. guys, you know, we know who they are. I'm not even going to give them credence, you know, in terms of the names. But it's just got to stop because they're absolute morons. And 
it, I just think it's just uncalled for going to a new season. We just need to move forward. He's unbeaten in his last five. What more do they want? I don't know what more they want. It, well, it just gets just gets a bit boring, doesn't it? It just gets a bit dull for me. Um, it's it's like looking for looking for opportunities to to pick holes, and we're all got different opinions. Don't you know? I mean, they're they're entitled to people are entitled to their opinion, but um, yeah, I think it's there is a thing if you've got nothing positive to say, don't say anything at all. But that's again, obviously, that's not not appropriate, really. <laughs> nobody 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 sticks to that to that. Uh, thing but like yeah i mean I, I, there's I, a, there's a time there's a time you know like we, we we're certainly not happy clappers on this podcast you know no. we don't like you know they, i've walked out of boundary park this season plenty of times uh, and away games not clapping <laughs> you know not booing <laughs> but not clapping you know and just like the final whistle has gone and i've i've left the ground and it's just like you know i'm not because i've i've looked what i've watched is you know, been pretty turgid and, and I've not enjoyed it particularly. And, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to give them an, an ovation, but I think towards the end of the season, as things have improved and we've seen a team playing for the, for each other, playing for the manager, playing for the fans, grinding out results, working hard, then, you know, they, they, they got the send off, I believe, um, that they deserved. I mean, I, I saw one account on Twitter, you know, with, about talking about clapping that off. Well, it's the last game of the season. It's your last chance to show your appreciation for for the for the squad. And it's like, have they finished this season well? Have they have they have they, have they worked hard all season? Clearly, they have. Clearly, there's been improvements. Clearly, the, the manager and, and, and the coaching staff have worked them hard. Fitness has been definitely improved. All right, we th- we you know we made some mistakes against. Um, Gateshead um, and Altrincham, you know, late goals that we conceded. But on the whole compared to earlier on in the season, you could see that the fitness and concentration levels have improved and we were holding on to to, to, to goals and to, and to victories and, and getting points. Where earlier on in the season, when we weren't fit enough and we weren't well-organised enough, there were incremental, it's been a, a, a you know popular word this season after Mark came on the phone, but there have been incremental improvements. You can't change everything all at once. And next no. season, we will see more improvements. We'll have better squad because the players that we're keeping are better than the players that we were keeping last time, and the players that we bring in will be better than the players that we've uh, that we've than we've got now. I assume. And the thing is about better players is better players need less coaching, less organising. They're probably going to be fit if you bring the right types of people in. They'll already be looking after themselves. You know, you're bringing in the top, you know, the top level players. You, you can expect more from them early on. So hopefully next season will be a. And actually, a good start to a season for a change. And also, we've got a head of recruitment in place now, which we didn't have last season. Who's probably done all his groundwork now? Who's doing the groundwork now for yeah. the summer as well? Yeah. Because you know, Steve Thompson's got to take a bit of credit as well for some of these signings. He's he's obviously working closely with the manager as well, isn't he? So it's all positive steps forward. Who makes the signings, Andy? It's a collective decision, Matthew. It's the, it's the club, isn't it? And <laughs> yeah. exactly. collective decision, it's yeah. Collective, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you 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 only have to look over the way at at, um, at what's going on at Dale, and you only have to look in Essex at what's going on at South End. That's how bad it could be. You know, the, those two clubs. You know, South End have got a winding up petition again against them. Uh, Dale, uh, the their um, owners. Their old owner tried to was looking at buying them to try and save them, then pulled out because the the, the funds weren't you know the, the the price was too rich and you just think you could be you could be back in that mire again. We've got none mm. of that shit to deal with. Like it's just we can just you know I'm really looking forward to 
a break, genuinely. Um, but imagine how excited we're going to be come the eve of the season, back on the podcast recording for season four. We're just going to be buzzing, aren't we? And 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 so long as the if the opening game of the season is Hartlepool away, I'm going to be absolutely gutted because right? it's, <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be too far for me to get to that one. <clears throat> but um, you know, if it, if it's if it's at Boundary Park or it's um it's at any Southern Leisure Centre, then uh, I'm going to be there, and and it's going to be a massive massive following uh, from Latics, okay. isn't there? Um, I, I, I looked at Barnet in Barnet against Boreham Wood in the week in the playoffs, and the stands were half empty. Mm. Right, and I was just thinking to myself, that's the scale of the clubs. Let's say we're at Barnet opening game of the season. If stayed down, they're going to need to give us more tickets than that away stand holds. I bet you. <laughs> we oh will... yeah, we'll be chomping at the bit, won't we? Or Torquay? Look at Torquay. We took nearly nine hundred to Torquay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, more than that, weren't I think it was about twelve hundred. We took to Torquay. I think maybe it was, but it was definitely yeah. a good vibe. But it was a good. T- yeah. Well, I was supposed to be going there, wasn't I? But it was poorly. I didn't come. <laughs> it was a great, great weekend. Yeah, I know. I know. But I'm hoping that this uh well we had a we had a chat with Mark White. Make sure you make sure you pull some strings at the um make sure that the Dorking game is uh in the summer early on. <laughs> Dorking away. <laughs> you know, like so we can uh, have a nice uh, a nice weekend down there in the sunshine. It'd be lovely. Um yeah, they haven't got a roof, have they? So that's what we want, ideally. But yeah, so there's lots to look forward to next season. Rochdale away, taking over their town again. Um, possibly filed away. Filed, yeah. Um, but they, yeah, but they're not up yet, are they? Is it? No, they're, or they're they're they won the league. They, yeah, they, they won the league. league. Yeah. So then it's between maybe Kingsland, Chester, um, Scarborough. Lost, some lost potential. Um, Scarborough didn't get in the playoffs, mate. Did they not? No, did So Chester did. Who else was it? Was Darlington? Did they get in the playoffs? Gloucester did. Um, I spare me. I'll just check. Uh, it's a little bit. It's looking a little bit more northern though this time, isn't it? Than it was uh, last year at least. Obviously, Wrexham have gone, and that was a that was a fit, pretty local one. Um, we've, got, we've got Ebbs Fleet away. <laughs> Ooh, so, can't wait. So that's another one down in Kent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get rid of Maidstone, get Ebbsfleet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, there's still some travelling to do. Brackley, Alfreton, Kidderminster and Gloucester uh, Alfreton City. Got oh. Alfreton got beat. Alfreton got beat. Right, okay. So Kidderminster yeah. away. Ooh, yeah. nice. Do you remember when uh, Mark did his um, sales and marketing um, merger presentation in Kidderminster <laughs> in Peepshaw, Dave? I do. <laughs> yeah, Keep getting an angry lap dance. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> that's uh, uh, one of my. I think of them them that's that's what I think of. I don't an know, angry we lap played, dance. We think of yeah. <laughs> we we played them in um, the FA Cup, didn't we? Um, mm. However, many years ago, I remember that as well. It was that 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 was in, I think I think that was in the run where we ended up playing. Um, Liverpool in the later round. Um, I'm not sure it was the was the one where we we beat Liverpool. I think it's one where we might have got got beat away. Um, but a Jose Baxter scored a, scored a free kick, didn't he? At that game, it's a cracker against. Yeah. Could against yeah. yeah. No, right, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I remember, I remember we played them. Yeah, we beat, we beat Kidderminster, I think, and then we got Nottingham Forest in the third round, didn't we? Oh, was it? Was, was it that? Was it that? Was it that run? Was it? I can't. It remember. was that run. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. There we go. Um, and uh, yeah, the whole squad got uh, angry lap dances in Hooters. <laughs> uh, and that's how that went. <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah, so well, yeah. We've we've. Uh, have you got any anything else, Andy, on your list? That you no, I, I just I just did them all. I was checking. I was checking then. I think we are pretty much done, mate. Yeah, I think we're cooked. Um, what's um what's been your highlight? Uh, well, let's let's ask this question. Let's start with you, David. What's been your highlight of the twenty twenty two twenty three season? What's... Oh, it's got to be. It's got to be two. It's got to be. Um, finishing up in envy on Boxing Day <laughs> after the Notts County. No, I'm joking. Uh, meeting Mark White on the phone and meeting David Unser for the first time. I think that was quite a special thing for the club to invite us down. You know, when he, when he first got announced, that was you know the traction. So yeah, those those are my two highlights of the season. I mean, highlight. I think the, the I, I won't forget how I felt the day that the takeover was announced and um because for, for for me having two having two young boys which i'm trying to indoctrinate into being latin fans <laughs> from 200 odd miles away is already an uphill task and, and but i'm going to do my damnedest to, to to try and under the old regime all i kept thinking of was how upset i was going to be or how much it was going to hurt. It's football, it's not life, right? But how much in, in 10 years' time when they're supporting Chelsea or Brentford or whoever else, they're sort of in West London, and I'm, I don't either have a club to support at all or, or there just there's no connection. And now, or from that point, the thing that, that just sets up butterflies in my stomach is there's a chance over the next few years, as my lads um, get, you know, my eldest lad's six, Imagine if we go on a, a, a few seasons now where we're fighting at the top of leagues, whether we go up next season or not, or where it's the season after, then we're at the top of league two for a year or two and we're going up there. Then we're just resetting and trying to get out, you know, get the top end of league one. Imagine having five or six years where we're winning more than we're losing. And my boy is between six and 12 years of age at that point. It's just that, it, that I, I don't mind admitting that I welled up a bit at that point when this takeover went through because I've got a chance now to connect with them over the football and it's great. Definitely. That's my highlight. Yeah. No, that's great. And and I think one of the one of the moments that epitomised that for for everybody was that first day of the season, uh, first away at home game against Dorking. Like that that was that was incredible. Like it really was fantastic. And that that that's one of the, the things that really sticks in my mind as things have changed. I, I remember it was a, such a hot day and then I, I was exhausted afterwards. Absolutely exhausted. I think as much as anything, just emotionally and just be, having been prepared to get stuck in again and, and, and battle for another season. And that moment, that day in the sunshine was, well, we, it was just that realisation that we're not going to, we don't have to. Uh, and I felt exhausted. And, and and bizarrely, one of the one of the other things that sticks out in my head, Dave, was Bromley away, which was David Unsworth's first game. We were all there. It was terrible. We got battered. But I just enjoyed it. It was just, it, this is the thing. It's not about necessarily about the the game, the performance. It was it was driving down. We, we, we drove down. We went the wrong way. Uh, we met everybody at the game. Um, you know, we, we had a chat with everybody. We drove back. And it was just a great day. I had a yeah. really good day when we got pumped three 0 and we were awful. But like it's 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 those things that make it what it is. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just it's not it's not always doom and gloom. Even if you lose the game, it's it's, like, you it's take like, you take the joy from it. You know, in, in other ways. 
Well, I took Andy's little lad to say, do you want to come and see the big flag? And he was just amazed by it. He's like, wow, look at this. I was like, yeah, look, come on. And then, yeah, uh, we, we ended up paying 15 quid each for a chicken burger. But it was just a good day, weren't it? It was, it was yeah, it was great. Yeah. No. And, you know, we've got more of them to look forward to next season. And hopefully, um, you know, we didn't win our first game this away from home until Dorking, did we? And that was in January, wasn't it? We, we, we haven't won the opening game of a season since 2013-14 or 12-13 and that was Stevenage away when we won 4-3 and Montano scored that mazy run goal and chipped the keeper um that's the last time we, we haven't we haven't won away we haven't sorry, we haven't won a home game we haven't won a, a, a home or away open game of the season for a decade yeah <laughs> no, we, well, we, we won oh, we beat oh yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah absolutely yeah, absolutely yeah so yeah so that would be nice it would be an it would be a nice symbolic um sign of things to come should we do that um this season this coming season so there's lots of firsts um it'll be a lot look, I don't want to jump the gun but there's the potential for a lot of firsts next season uh, albeit we're in the fifth division and the only way is up um starting that Upward momentum. I think the upward momentum has begun. We bottomed out at second bottom in the Premier uh, in the Premier League. Uh, we topped out at second bottom in the Premier League. Well, we 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 bottomed out at second bottom in the National League this year, and um, it's onwards and upwards from here, isn't it? So I'm sure you join me, lads, in thanking every single one of our listeners, subscribers, everyone who's got involved over the season, the the, the guests, everyone who's participated in Latics Mind. Everybody who's helped us out, Arlene, uh, who writes our blog, Paul, uh, our Latics Mind champion, who who has you know helped us with the questions. It's it's becoming a real team effort now. I, I feel like I, I, when I started the pod, I always wanted it to be our pod, the fans' pod, you know, something that that that, that we all buy into and that we all we all get involved in. And 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 I think this season, even more, um, it's becoming that. And and it's even though it's always been that, there's always been a collective of us working on it and. You know, I'm dead proud of it. I'm dead proud of what we've achieved with the falling Dave. I'm dead proud of what we did with the with the the live event, and I can't wait for next season because I know next season is going to be even better. Um, so thank you, everybody. It's been fantastic, and I can't wait to talk to you all again next season. Say bye, boys. See you later. See you in August. The Boundary Park Alert System is hosted and produced weekly by Matt Dean, Andy Halliwell and Dave Bradley. A huge thank you goes to those people who already subscribe to the podcast. We appreciate you all and if you'd like to help us out financially, please visit oafcpodcast.co.uk and click support or find the link in the show notes. It's only $2.99 a month to subscribe, but if you'd rather make a one-off donation, please visit buymeacoffee.com forward slash oafcpodcast or click the link on our website. Please follow and interact with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok at OAFC Podcast and subscribe to youtube.com forward slash at OAFC Podcast where you will find the Latics Football phone in with myself and Dave Bradley live every Wednesday from 8.30pm. We'd like to thank Arlene Finnegan for writing our excellent weekly blog which we encourage you to read on our website every Saturday morning and thanks also goes to Paul Prentergast for providing us with all the Latics Mind questions. The title music for the show is by Manchester DJ and producer Starion. And for more information, visit bandcamp.com forward slash Red Laser Records. You can help change the game by listening to us on the Fan Hub app along with all major podcast platforms. 
Please like, subscribe and review the pod and help us climb the rankings to get more listeners wherever you listen. Thank you for listening and if you'd like to be a guest or contribute to the show in any way, we'd love to hear from you. See you next week.